Welcome to the All Manner of Things podcast. Today we are reviewing the expansion for Castle Panic called The Wizard's Tower. Hi, my name's Shondell. And I'm Peter. And we like to review board games because we like to play board games and here we are talking about board games. <laughs> I don't think you could possibly put the word board game in that sentence. Board games. Any more time? Okay. What's in the box? So we have one wizard's tower to replace one of the regular towers in the middle of the board. We also have 22 wizard cards. This expansion comes with 49 new monster tokens, including 18 imps, Six Harbinger tokens, um, which represent six new mega boss monsters, and 19 new general monsters of different varieties. All inside a handy bag. All inside a handy monster draw bag. It also has 12 flame tokens. And I was supposed to say something else. Oh, and it has 10 new castle cards. With six reference cards used as like a cheat sheet. Impact. So the wizard cards that are now introduced into this game are quite powerful. They're used only during the second step in your turn out of the six steps entirety where you get to discard a card and draw a new card. In which case you can draw a standard castle card or you can draw a wizard card. There There might be a couple of cards in the castle card deck that let you draw wizard cards, but otherwise when something says draw a card, it's always referring to the castle deck. So it's really only the chance to get those cards during their second phase. They can generally affect multiple monsters or multiple sectors on the board, which goes hand in hand with all the new and difficult monsters you now have have to face yep and the one cool thing about the wizard cards is the wizard tower that replaced one of the other towers from the normal castle once that gets destroyed the wizard card deck gets removed from the game so it's this extra ability and you have to really try to work to protect that tower over the other towers because you lose all those powers as soon as that tower is destroyed because mm. the wizard's no longer there so you never get you don't get to use his power anymore The other thing that's been introduced is flame tokens. They're used to catch a monster on fire, which can be quite handy. It's like a slow burn process. Every time they they move, they end up dying or taking one point off of their life. And that can be quite handy to set something on fire straight away. Um, It may be untimely as well you may not have you might also have to strike down or shoot your archers at a particular thing that's already on fire which is very cool um, and a lot of fun and you can also catch your buildings on fire as well true um, which does make it easier for them to be knocked down by the monsters yes um, and is it three uh, fire tokens three flame tokens would destroy a wall or a tower or whatever but only one and the monster doesn't take any damage when he knocks it down anymore like he used to 
Okay, and then the other new things are the monster tokens. So there's several new monsters. This is where the cheat sheet, the reference card comes in because there's several new monsters and they all work quite differently. So you've got some flying monsters that you can only hit with archers. You can't hit with swordsmen or knights. You've got um, monsters that go twice as fast yes, as they come the rushing towards you. Yep. Um, so there's a range of them. And then on top of that, you've got these mega boss monsters. So the boss monsters before were still only triangles. So they still only had like three hit points. Yep. These mega boss monsters have like four or five sides to them. They've got a lot more hit points. They move erratically or randomly compared to everything else. They don't just move forward. They'll move maybe forward and clockwise or forward and roll a dice to work out where they are. They just sort of jump all over the place. Mm. And while they're in play, there's an extra effect. So like the chimera and the dragon will breathe fire um, wherever they land. The basilisk meant you couldn't use any magic. Um, so they've got an additional effect yep. that happens while that mega boss monster is in play. Plus, you can't hit like boulders and tributaries and stuff. Don't hit them, so you have to attack them yourself. Best and worst. For me, the best part of this expansion is the the wizards section, the wizard cards, the, and yep. the towers. Everything that's related to the magic side of things. I really enjoy that way in which you're upping your powers and you've got that two-draw stack working for you now as well. I I really enjoy that that side of it. Kind of adds almost more strategy to it. Which which pile do I draw from? How can I get the most out of drawing from there? I have to discard almost if you feel like more in your turn. And you also like, I found we were, every time we would discard, we'd draw from the wizard pile. But then it got to a point where my hand was full of wizard cards and you can get a lot of cards that add to a hit. But if you don't have a single hit normal card. hit card, exactly, you can't actually use the wizard cards. So you need that yeah, there balance. is a bit of balance. Yeah, so sometimes, yeah. even though you want to just draw wizard cards, you would have to draw the castle cards anyway. Um, I, I totally agree. My, my best is the same as yours. And I really like the fact that one part of this tower like in the middle of the board is now so much more valuable mm. than any other parts of the castle so yeah they can attack from that side they can attack from that side but if they are getting close to that wizard's tower defend that's, or, yeah, yeah that's yeah. where you've got to watch out you know build up the walls around there put your fortifications around there anything you can yeah. to protect that wizard tower um so my worst it's a bit of a random one and it's not really bad um, <laughs> okay, so the, here's the reference card Yeah. for each of the new monsters tells you in brief what its like its special abilities or its special yep. powers are. So, you know, it can't be hit in this range, but if you hit it in this range, you slay it straight away, yep. things like that. They look really comprehensive. This is, this is why my worst isn't really bad. bad. Yeah. This reference card looks really comprehensive. So you just think, oh, that's all, you well, need I, don't, to read. That's all yeah. I need to read. Yeah. Um, it turns out it doesn't have everything on it though. So we have played a few of these monsters wrong mm. because it doesn't go into all the detail that the rule book does. So when you're first playing, you do still need to check the rule. I'm, like This is a ridiculous worst, I know, but you do still need to check the rule book. You can't yeah. just base it on what's on those reference cards because they're not fully comprehensive as much as they look like it. They're supposed to be there to remind you when you've already read the rules, which, you know, 
if, we're talking if about we re- us. Yeah, yeah. If we read the rules, yeah. then that wouldn't be a problem. But before you start playing, when you read over just a list of this monster does this, this monster does this, it's meaningless. You need to read it as you play that first game. But yep. you need to read the rule book and not just the reference card. Cool. My worst is, look, we played a game just recently where the Wizard Tower got knocked out pretty early in and we still managed to win. Now, I don't know. Is it that you don't need the tower in order to face these mega uh, bosses or something? Is it, I don't know how we won still, but it's almost like, if there's no need to have the tower, then why have the bosses or what? It just feels like there's like the balance isn't right. And I don't, I don't know why it is. It just bugs me a little bit. And again, it's not a huge negative. I'm struggling to think of something which would um, be a strong negative in this, but there isn't. It's a great compliment to this game and it flows in really well, but it just bugged me the fact that we don't actually need the tower. But then on the other hand, like we were talking about this, if that tower was so crucial to the game that losing it would mean you would lose, it sort of, it shuts off half of the game. Mm. Unless you just say, if that tower gets destroyed, game over. You know? Yeah, yeah, Like, if it was going to be that powerful then you'd have to True, make like, it more powerful. If, if it got like knocked down like three quarters through the game, then absolutely, because we, we used it a lot in order to get where we are and we smashed yeah. a lot of them. But we only smashed like – we only hit three or four like monsters before it got taken out accidentally. So, eh, I guess, I guess maybe if anything, it's – if I could think of another one, it's still – it hasn't really removed how much luck is involved in this game. Yep. It, it is still just as much luck as there is before. Yep. And I would like to see the tides turn towards a more of a strategic based expansion. Final thoughts. All right, final thoughts. My overall impression I think I'm actually stealing this from someone else, but it turns, and I know you were the one who told me this, that it turns like quite a simple game into more of a gamer's game with the more complex monsters to kill, Mm. the more variety of monsters that come up, even without the boss monsters, the variety in those base sort of like normal monsters is increased. And then you've got the, like you said, the complexity of trying to choose whether you want castle cards or wizard cards and how you're going to play that. Yeah, no, definitely adds that extra layer of complexity to the castle panic base game which i felt was maybe a tad too simplistic i think that's needed in order to really up the ante but i'd only buy this um, once you've really got a a good feel for castle panic you know the basic um, monsters that are coming and this just adds that extra you know more hit I suppose, more threat coming your way, more panic. Yep. Oh, there is different more panic options in here as well. More Uh, and less panic options, which are actually, which are good as well. Yeah. Maybe I should have said that was my best, just like last time. I do like (laughs) the more or less panic options. They're very clever. So buy if. So I've written buy if you have the base game and you're ready just to give it a bit more oomph. Yeah. Um, 
I said pretty much that. Um, buy if you've played the base game, you love it, but you're after a bigger, badder um, everything. Bigger, badder baddies, bigger, badder explosions. You can wipe out more things faster, but more things come rushing towards you. It's good. Yep. Um, I've got buy if you liked the sound of the Defend the Castle game and Castle Panic, but you thought it sounded too simple. So then you would need to get Castle Panic and the expansion to be able to play this. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to the All Manner of Things podcast. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us podcast at allmannerofthings.com or alternatively you can visit our website at www.allmannerofthings.com thanks for listening bye for castle panic called the Wizard's Tower. Is that what it's called? Yes, the Wizard's yes, Tower. Yes, the Wizard's Tower. We also have 12 Wizard Cards. 12. We also have 22 Wizard Cards. <laughs> <laughs>